Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Good evening, everyone. This is Tuesday, March 17th, 2020, and welcome to episode number 808 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, <coughs> professional wrestling. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in the wake of everything that's been going on here, I will wish everyone a very, very happy St. Patrick's Day. I hope everyone is staying safe to, because of this ongoing situation with the with this with the dreaded coronavirus. Uh, hopefully, like I said, this whole thing will just be a will just be a passing fancy, and we'll just pass on in just be gone with the wind, uh, just like Clark Gable. Uh, just in case you don't know who that is, it's a legendary actor. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, our the, the Iceman, Jerry DiGeronimo, of course, as well as King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, of course, King Ice in 2017. Hall of Fame News Tag Team has not yet arrived here in the studio, so we'll be bringing your wrestling news and views here momentarily. We, of course, however, will have our wrestling history and birthdays to start things off, and here to bring it here to us is, of course, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer, and a 2020 WWS Hall of Fame Legacy Wing member. He is the human suplex machine himself. John Gross is here with us here now. We do welcome John, of course, when we get underway with tonight's itinerary on what should be a very big-time evening here on episode number 808 of Revolution. John, we are, we are of course, glad to have you here with us here tonight. <sighs> but... Uh, our live video feed tonight, ladies and gentlemen, of course, is kicking in full gear as we, of course, come to us come to you tonight from one of one of the groups started by a veteran of WCW, WCWS, Miss Sarah Elizabeth Martin. 
of course, that group entitled Ambrose Rollins Reigns Shield News. I uh, do see three folks have already joined us from there, Mr. Stephen Samich, as well as Mr. Jeff Zerban, and also, ladies and gentlemen, a WWS Hall of Famer, of course, just recently made another 2020 uh, a member of the Hall of Fame's Legacy Wing, of course, the general manager of Heaven Wrestling Federation, as well as, of course, master of his own two groups on Facebook and also a big-time wrestling podcast as well. The one and only Captain Dave Spieler. We do welcome all three of these gentlemen, of course, here tonight. If you care to also join them here for our live video feed for uh, Revolution episode 808, please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Shield Cena News. Cena, of course, that's in Johnson. Shield Cena News, if you care to join us for that here tonight. Of course, also you can join us through TalkShoe.com. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 1380-55-POUND, the magic six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything we have to talk about here tonight, which will include, of course, ladies and gentlemen, our history and birthdays, also our news and views when we do get to hear from our members of King Ice here, hopefully momentarily. Uh, we will, of course, also be talking about, uh, of course, what happened last night on, as once again, ladies and gentlemen, one of the premier shows in the WWE was was shown without uh, without uh, the WWE universe in attendance. Of course, once again, now, of course, being Monday Night Raw last night, like it was last Friday on SmackDown, uh, and of course, it may not be a whole lot to, to talk about, but we will bring, we will, of course, bring up a couple of interesting points here. During our during our show here tonight, and then also, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get away from all the talk here of of, of after you sharing our personal thoughts about what happened on this condensed version of Raw last night. We're going to get away from talking about anything involving the coronavirus. I think we're all pretty much getting sick and tired of talking about it, and we're going to do something very very unique, ladies and gentlemen, um, and it's going to involve, of course, talking about matches from the past. And it's going to be all, it's all going to be condensed into our own personal wrestling pay-per-view, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, we may be doing that all throughout the week here in the radio network, so be sure to listen in on that. I'll be giving more details about it here as we go along here on a Revolution episode 808 coming up here in a few moments. In the meantime, let's see what John has here in our wrestling history and birthdays here for today, St. Patrick's Day, of course, March the 17th. 39 years ago today, of course, that would be 1981. In Allentown, Pennsylvania, of course, as we said, the home of future WCW Cruiserweight champion Billy Kidman. The Moondogs defeated the team of Tony Guerrero and Rick Martel to win the WWF Tag Team titles. Moondog King would be replaced by Moondog Spot about two months later when legal issues prevented Moondog King from re-entering American soil from Canada. Uh, let's see what else we have right here. Uh, uh, let's see. Yes, on this date in 1993, ladies and gentlemen, 27 years ago in Dublin, Ireland. Of course, how appropriate. Vader defeated Sting to capture WCW World Heavyweight title after he dropped the title to him in London. Uh, let me see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Yes. 23 years ago today, which would put it at 1997, on Rawls' War from Syracuse, New York, Psycho Sid defeated Bret Hart in a steel cage match 
to pick to pick up the WWF title. About just six days before WrestleMania 13 sets up Sid versus The Undertaker for the title. Had Brett won, he would have defended it against Stone Cold Steve Austin in a submission match. After the contest, Vince McMahon tried to get an interview with Bret Hart, but said he was shoved down to the ground by Hart with Hart screaming into the microphone saying he was frustrated, wasn't uh, into the screaming into the microphone, of course, saying that he was frustrated, wasn't, wasn't of course, the, the word for it. Brett, and I'm GD, ladies and gentlemen, you all know what I mean when I say that. Brent launches into a tirade, turning him heel for the first time since 1988. However, the censors were more or less asleep at the wheel at the time of Hart's tirade. 20 years ago today, put it at the year 2000, Beyond the Mat, a pro wrestling documentary directed by Barry Blaustein, makes his nationwide theatrical debut. It features three professional wrestlers, of course, Mick Foley, Terry Funk, and Jake Roberts. Uh, nine, 19 years ago today, put it at 2001, Scott Norton defeated Kensuke Sasaki to win the IWGP heavyweight title. Uh, 18 years ago today, put it at 2002. Uh, let's see, WWF presented WrestleMania 18 from the Sky Dome in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. The show actually does remain the last WrestleMania to take place outside of the United States. Of course, remember, Sky Dome was also where the other international WrestleMania took place, which was WrestleMania 6. Of course, here are the results of the show right here. Of course, Rikishi, Sky Tuhati, and Albert defeated Lance Storm, Test, and Mr. Perfect. This was Mr. Perfect's first WrestleMania match since 1993, and sadly, it would be his last. RVD defeated William Regal to win the IC title. This is RVD's first WrestleMania appearance, and also the fifth time the Intercontinental title changed hands at a WrestleMania. EDP defeated Christian to retain the European title. This is DDP's first WrestleMania appearance since 1990, when he was, of course, the uh, the chauffeur for the Honky Tonk Man and Greg Valentine, if you remember that. Maven and Goldust fall to a no contest for the hardcore title because Spike Dudley and the Hurricane both interfered in the match. Spike was taking advantage of the 24-7 situation, uh, defeated Raven, I'm, I'm sorry, Maven, excuse me, to win the hardcore title. And the Hurricane would defeat Spike to capture the hardcore title. Al Snow and Crash Holly also tried to interfere to take the belt. This would be Goldust's first WrestleMania appearance since 1999. Also, Kurt Angle defeated Kane. The Undertaker defeated Ric Flair in a no-DQ match. This is Ric Flair's first WrestleMania match since 1992. Edge defeated Booker T. This was Booker T's first WrestleMania match, and as for Edge, it would be his last Mania for a while until 2005. Mighty Molly defeated the Hurricane to win the hardcore title. The win makes her the second woman to win the hardcore title. The first one was one of the Godfather's ladies in the year 2000. Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Scott Hall. This would be Scott Hall's first WrestleMania match since 1995. Billy and Chuck defeated the APA, the Dudleys, and the Hardys in a four-quarters elimination match to retain the tag team titles. Christian would defeat Mighty Molly to win the hardcore title. The Rock defeated Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Post-match, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash turned on Hogan, and The Rock would make the save, helping Hogan fight off Hall and Nash. Also, also notice is Nash's first WrestleMania appearance since 1996, and Hogan's first WrestleMania appearance since 1993. Jazz defeated Lita and Trish in a triple threat match to retain the women's title, and Maven defeated Christian to win the hardcore title. Also, Triple H defeated Chris Jericho to win the undisputed WWE title. Uh, 17 years ago today, which would put it at 2003 on Raw from St. Louis. Steve Austin defeated Eric Bischoff in a no-DQ match. 
This was Austin's first free televised match since June of 2002, but his last free televised match is Austin retired following WrestleMania 19 two weeks later. Uh, let's see, 11 years ago today, 2000, let's see, yes, 2009, at a SmackDown tape in Corpus Christi, Texas, MVP defeated Shelton Benjamin to win the United States title. Eight years ago today, we put it at 2012, Prince Albert returns to the WWE as Lord Tenzai. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we do have some uh, uh, birthdays here to, to talk about. First off, we have wish a very happy 41st birthday the former United and NXT champion Samoa Joe. And also today would have been the 45th birthday of former uh, European tag team IC and hardcore champion, as well as former bodyguard of Motley Crue, of course, Andrew Martin, better known, of course, if you remember, if you remember WWE fans as the one and only Test. Uh, and Josh said that's all he's got for the history of birthdays here today. So we wish happy birthday, of course, up in heaven to the late Test, and also happy birthday to Samoa Joe here today. And and JD, and ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman has not yet arrived here, so hopefully we'll hear from JD here in just a few moments. Uh, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, now uh, just to give you while we wait for him to return, I'm going to go ahead and give that plug here, ladies and gentlemen. It is 9:27 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesday, of course, St. Patrick's Day's uh, 2020, of course, March the 20th, March 17th, 2020, episode 808 of WWS Revolution. Mr. WWUS Chad Hinshaw, along with the I, I'm sorry, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, here with here with you here tonight. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're getting ready to have someone come on the line here momentarily. I will, of course, once again point out our live video feed tonight it comes to us from, of course, Ambrose Rollins Reigns Shield News. I do see that, of course, a couple more folks have entered in, including our own Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and also Mr. and also I'm sorry, Miss, excuse me. Miss Denise, Denise Lewis Baker. Uh, we do welcome, of course, y'all uh, on to a live video feed here tonight. Please enjoy, of course, what we got to offer. Uh, <clears throat> and before we start, our, of course, our review, of course, what took place here with Monday Night Raw. I do see, I think we have somebody getting ready to pop on the line right now. Uh, let me see here. Let me look at it. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, now seeing here, ladies and gentlemen, now he's a 2000s. He's a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. Of course, also he is a now a member of the 2020 uh, uh, Legacy Wing of the WWS Hall of Fame. He is, of course, also known as the Heartbreak Kid here in the radio network circles. He's also a contributor to WWS Raw Radio. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, you're thinking of his other nickname. You got to go back to that classic 60s, 60s sitcom. Where, of course, one of the central characters went a little something, I do believe, just like this. He went, hey. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie's now made on episode 808 of Revolution tonight. Fonzie, we welcome you tonight here, sir, as well. Uh, of course, we're still waiting to hear from the Iceman here. He is, I think, taking care of a... He is checking out a sports podcast here, of course, with a whole lot of sports news. That's in, that, that, a whole lot of sports stories have been in the news here. He's been talking about, he's uh, been on, of course, uh, checking that out. And he would be on over here momentarily. In the meantime here, uh, we first get John's. John's got a couple little thoughts about what happened last night on Monday Night Raw. Of course, once again, it was done at the WWE Performance Center. 
Uh, obviously, of course, with this coronavirus situation, all that, they did the empty arena setup again. Uh, and it looks like it might be that way for a little bit here. Um, of course, uh, John did, did say here, Raw was very interesting. Was a very interesting show, to say the least. On, of course, on 316 day, of course, we did see, of course, obviously, Stone Cold Steve Austin come out there. And John says, uh, because of the coronavirus, he, he of course, obviously didn't have anything to say about Raw, considering it was, of course, an empty arena. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, but, uh, John, thank you very much, here, sir, for your thoughts about that. Uh, Fonzie, uh, of course, obviously, you heard what, what, what I just mentioned here with, obviously, what condition Raw was in last night. Any, any, I know there might not be a whole lot, a whole lot, might not be a whole lot to say, but if there is anything that you wish to kind of mention about this, uh, we want to, of course, get your personal take on it here as well. Okay. Uh, can Bear Saxon look like a retard yesterday? <laughs> uh, because Stone Coast Two stone cold stunners and a, a beer on top of his head, and uh, that was a pretty funny. Then Becky Lynch came out with uh, the cooler, and she had a beer, and her and Stone Cold, yeah, uh, cheers on a beer and drank it. Um, that was pretty funny, pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, like John said, was nobody in attendance again. Uh, it was interesting for me, so it was okay. So. Okay. I was, well, okay. Thank you there. Thank you there, Fonz. I appreciate that. I did happen to see several moments myself. Of course, I just called a few little bits and pieces here and there. Um, obviously, of course, one thing that got me was the fact that once again, AJ Styles has re really had to dig it in uh, towards the Undertaker. Of course, lining up for their match at what is supposed to be a reasonable facsimile of WrestleMania this year. I'm going to call it that because we already heard about what the situation is now officially going to be with that. Uh, obviously, of course, uh, Undertaker obviously did sign the contract, of course, for the match. Uh, but obviously, he sent Gallows and Anderson out there to bring him the contract. Um, but, of course, Robert, not, but not before, obviously, insulting the Undertaker, of course, using his real name. And also, of course, don't bring in his wife, because we all know uh, a tremendous female competitor in her own right, of course, Michelle McCool. Uh, uh, and, and the thing is, they really had to go there. I mean, they seriously really had to go there. And the next thing you know, obviously, Undertaker, I think, pretty much gave AJ, of course, a, uh, gave AJ, of course, like a preview of what he could possibly see coming up uh, next month. Uh, and obviously, of course, Undertaker signed the contract and ripped it out of the folder there and stuffed it, I think, in Luke Gallows' mouth. Uh, so I think we're, I think we're, we're I think it's, it's kind of academic here about as to what's going to be going on here. 
I mean, we already heard about that match going on. We already heard that Cena and Bray Wyatt's going to go at it. Roman versus uh, Goldberg for the Universal title. Brock versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE title. Uh, um, um, and, of course, obviously the big story, like I just mentioned here, of course, it was talked about yesterday. Fonzie, I'm sure you probably you may have probably heard about it already, too. That apparently now WrestleMania 36 is going to go on. Apparently Vince McMahon was very, not, very adamant about keeping it on the date that it was advertised. And he wanted to do it in front of a big crowd, but obviously with this whole situation going on with this blame virus, that he, I guess, relented and decided, okay, the only way they're going to be able to do it now is do it, A, and another, another doing it and once again in an empty arena, and B, holding it at the performance center. So it is not going to be a big blowout like, like, it, had, like, like it has been in the past. I mean, I think pretty much WrestleMania is not going to be, of course, obviously, we already know it's not going to be the same. As, as it has been in the past. We all know that. Um, I mean, I mean, you got these main level matches right here. How in the heck are you, do you expect, how in the heck do you expect to have, like I said, a quality pay-per-view, of course, a pay-per-view that, that, that's been the crowning tool of WWE for, for years. I mean, ever since 1984, 85, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's been reduced down to this. The biggest show of the whole year reduced down to this. Now, the thing about it is, is that obviously it was shot down. That, I, that and of course, at least the only saving grace about it was, thank God, they didn't move it over to Saudi Arabia. Obviously, that was, obviously, that was a, that was a, that was a fake, that was fake right there. That was just a rumor. That wasn't even real. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, right now, like I said, this because of the fact this country has been put on a lockdown because of this blame virus, and uh, and and uh, I mean, everybody's still, like I said, doing mediocre shows and everything just because of this. <laughs> I'd say, uh, go put on. Okay, uh, I might want to turn that down a little bit there. Uh, so, uh, but uh, but my personal take here about this is is that, ladies and what we're dealing with here, and I hate to change the subject, where we're first we're talking about wrestling here. And the only thing I gotta say about it is, is this: we're dealing with nothing more than an over than an over overhyped flu flu bug. That's all this is. Is an overhyped flu bug. I mean, how many more it's times? Getting, it's getting great. It's getting ridiculous, Chad. Seriously. Well, well I it's, mean, I don't want like like the world coming. I'm sorry, Fonz. I just don't want to continue to talk about it because, like I said, every time I do, I get more. I get more teed off about because, like, because, like I said, I mean, we're dealing with an overrated flu bug. That has that has as I said, what happened last Friday, the thirteenth, it, it it crippled this country. Once they start putting all these yep. restrictions, it crippled this country big time. And ladies and gentlemen, 
my 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 point but my my point here is this if they're going to continue to pound this into our heads about what we got to do about it and all you know i mean i'm sure i know we all know what we got to do in order to contain this and then yes you know if people are concerned about it and they're going to be concerned about it sure i i understand that and everybody needs to be absolutely out of that but my own personal hope here is you know you know it's hurting a lot of people it's hurting a lot of it's hurting a lot of businesses it's hurting a lot of i mean i went into a grocery store today and you know Fonzie, how we talked about how it's getting ridiculous over the fact that toilet paper and paper towels and all that were getting bought out uh, like the but let me tell you yeah. something. let me tell you something lysol spray and lysol wipes were even off the shelves yeah if the shelves were empty at a grocery store i went to today yeah no because i mean it's just i mean people act like they're gonna get buried under 10 feet of snow here Uh, that's why it's wrong with this country they gotta go out Uh, the world's gonna come in that just like it's 2000 just like a 2k before the uh uh 2000 yeah. Oh, they're gonna go out. They're gonna go back. Case of water. And another, another, nothing fucking happened. Yeah. I think well, the well, Friday yeah. the Thirteenth was a big jinx. I think the March Thirteenth was a big jinx. Well, let me tell you. Right, and I agree with that. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. One thing, and I know that I know some people have 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 said that this may not mix along with anything we talk about in terms of wrestling. But I'm going to say here and say it right now. If you really want to get your mind off of this and put your mind at ease about all this, there's only one one entity out there in this world, ladies and gentlemen, that can possibly give you the answers that you're looking for, and that's the almighty God. Okay? I'm, I'm being serious. When's the last time folks uh-huh. everyone picked up the Bible and just read it? I mean, that's what they need to do. They need to look at it. They need, like I said, they want answers. That's where you get the answers. You know, a lot of these churches churches did like their online thing on Sunday. My church didn't have services. We don't have the online capability. But still, that doesn't mean I didn't sit, I didn't get up Sunday morning before I did my morning show, my WWS this morning show. And I didn't sit here for two minutes and pray. And that's what I did because I knew that this was going to turn out that they're going to make a mountain out of a molehill. That's pretty much all they're doing here. And folks, we don't stop and at least pray about it for a few minutes. Where you're going to go nuts over it before they even have a chance to solve it. I mean, there's even talk about that this even last until August. That I don't buy at all. This thing ain't going to last five months. I can go ahead and tell you that right now. It's not going to last five months. I give it a mu- I give it several weeks to a month tops. I'll do that. I'll say that. I say it, uh, several me- weeks to a month tops. If it's gone by then, then you know, you know what four words I'm going to say? With all respect, I told you so. Bingo. Yeah. So, um, Chad, let's um, let's 
let's have a little bit of fun tonight. Uh, I know last week, well, actually Friday, the 13th, means AD was supposed to have a match for his 24-7 title. Yeah, we did have Can we do that tonight? Well, we're going to actually do something a little bit interesting. I think you might get a real big kick out of it. And and okay. playing this moment, but first I do think we have. See, I see somebody else is popping on. I'm popping in here. Let me see what Sorry. Okay, and that too, by the way. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, now I think I get ready to see coming in here. Yes, he is of course also a, a three-time WWS Hall of Famer, 2015, 2017, along with King Ice. And 2020, of course, the Legacy Wing of the WWS Hall of Fame. Also, he is, of course, of course, part of the, another part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. And ladies and gentlemen, on the WWS GWI form, his nickname is now the Folgers Anus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Okay, that's, that's anyway. Now, ladies and gentlemen, should have said a thong man. Should have said a thong man. Well, well, I'll I'll explain I'll explain how that got started here in just a minute. But anyway, okay. anyway ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> in the meantime here, let's bring him in right now. He is the Ice Man himself. Uh, we know we know him as JD, and no, we're not talking about the Prince Jack Daniel. That's because it's actually the initials of his name, ladies and gentlemen. Here he is, of course, one of the only the Ice Man. Jared D. Geronimo is now joining us for 808 of Revolution. J.D., welcome to the program tonight. And an air go put off to you all, however, and happy St. Patrick's Day to leprechauns out there. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Folgers' anus. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I, yeah, do not have okay. any, I, I do not have any green uh, coffee, although I might get uh, some very special coffee later, if you know what I'm saying. You're going to make me green, green with jealousy in a minute. You don't. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I know JD has got several things he wishes to talk about here in terms of the rest of the news and views here. And maybe some also, also on the sports front here, too. There's been a lot of stuff going on here, there as well. Let's go ahead and get, let's go ahead and get JD's, uh, JD's uh, items, of cho- items of choice here, here tonight, of course, in our here report here, JD. Put that and take it away. I gotta step for just one second. You go ahead and read, and um, right. I'll be right going right ahead. Right. After some confusion on social media, it looks like AEW Dynamite is still scheduled to take place at Daly's Place in Jacksonville, Florida, with no live crowd tomorrow night. The show was originally scheduled to take place in Rochester, New York, before being moved over due to the coronavirus. The confusion started when a user on Twitter asked the City of Jacksonville Twitter account if Daly's Place would be closed, to which the city responded saying it would be. However, Fightful reached out to AEW for clarification, and AEW stated that tomorrow's show at Daly Place will go on as scheduled, however. So there you go, however. Meanwhile, however, the dark side of the ring, however, detailing the murder of Chris Benoit, will premiere with its two-hour season premiere a week from tonight, however. Chris Jericho, of course, will be the guest host for season number two, however, as far as that goes, however. 
Meanwhile, WWE has announced how rescheduled dates for canceled NXT shows for the next two weeks to June and July. The company announced on the NXT tickets website that the tickets from this coming weekend, the weekend after, are now set for dates from June 13th through July 10th. The dates is rescheduled are as following. March 20th, Citrus Springs Community Center in Citrus Springs, Florida for July 10th. The Havert Elfen Center in Fort Pierce, Florida set for June 26th after being on the 21st. The 27th at the Arena CDC Gymnasium in Tampa rescheduled for June 13th. And the Minerva Hall in Largo, Florida rescheduled for June 20th, if you will. Meanwhile, the Hall of Fame power could be moved to SummerSlam. Yes, folks, according to reports, Georgia Smith, the daughter of the British Bulldog, however, said on Twitter today that WWE is delaying this year's Hall of Fame ceremony to later this year with the hope being they could do it to SummerSlam, they can do it during SummerSlam weekend. Davey Boy Smith is set to be inducted as part of this year's class and could be the headliner. The ceremony was set for two weeks from Thursday at the Emil Arena in Tampa, but has been canceled due to the coronavirus pandemic. Along with Smith, the NWO, Hulk Hogan, Hall Dash, and Xbox, Sean Waltman, Batista, Nikki and Brie Bella, JBL, and Jushin Thunder Liger, however, who was announced yesterday, however, are all set to be included. JBL, of course, was announced a week ago. Smith said the following, Just a heads up, I have spoken with at WWE and postponing the Hall of Fame for a later date and are hoping to do it for SummerSlam, which would be appropriate for my dad. Thanks again for all your support. Let's all stay safe out there. I would agree with that assessment as well. Meanwhile, the Raw viewership this weekend went up a little bit, surprisingly, however, for Steve Austin in 316 Day. As a result, here's what they did, however, going up from 2.163 to 2.335. The first hour did 2.412, hour two did 2.48, and the final hour dropped to a 2.10. The March 18 edition a year ago delivered 2.7 million views. Meanwhile, it has been a crazy day, however, with one day to go before NFL free agency, however, beginning at 4 p.m. tomorrow. Tom Brady, the former New England Patriot, announced early this morning, however, he was done, apparently, with playing with the New England Patriots. The multiple-time MVP, however, and Super Bowl champion, however, has now signed, according to reports, a one-year $30 million deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, however, as it will be announced tomorrow. Jason Wynn, meanwhile, the former Cowboy, after 16 years with the Cowboys, however, has signed a one-year $5 million deal with the Las Vegas Raiders. Phillip Rivers has signed a one-year $25 million deal, however, believe it or not, however with the Indianapolis Colts. And the Carolina Panthers, according to reports, however, are planning to give Teddy Bridgewater a three-year, $63 million deal, which means at this point Cam Newton, however, could be on his way out of Carolina, as is running back Christian McCafferty. Meanwhile, Derek Watt, the younger brother T.J. Watt of the Pittsburgh Steelers, has signed a three-year, $10 million deal. Amari Cooper last night signed a five-year, $100 million deal, paying him $20 million a year, with $62, supposedly, million guaranteed. In addition to that, Ryan Tannehill has signed a four-year, $118 million deal that will pay him $29 million a year with, I believe, the uh, Tennessee Titans to stay with them, the $62 million guaranteed, however. Tomorrow, however, Carr, and of course, we understand, however, Cam Newton could be on their way to other teams, however, but of course, we'll keep up to date with this story. Also in free agency news, however, we're going to take a look and see some, uh, the, take a look at the free agency tracker and tell you who has been signing where, however, ladies and gentlemen, as far as the big names and as far as trades and cuts go. As we said, however, the Patriots have agreed, let's see, the, apparently the Raiders have also signed, we understand, however, let's see, uh, Carl Nassib, however, believe it or not, uh, with them. Let's see, Sean Lee has agreed to terms with the Dallas Cowboys as he will return, however, uh, JB. mind you. And the Cowboys. TJ Watt, as we said, three years, $10 million a second. I'm um, seeing here some other news here, real quick. 
Uh, we understand, however, yes, uh, one year, $25 million with Philip Rivers. Brian Bugaloff, formerly of the Green Bay Packers, has signed with the Chargers our three years at $30 million a year. And we said, according to Jason Witten, however, uh, uh, Adam Schefter and uh, Chris Morrison and Todd Archer, Jason Witten could be making up to $5 million a year with the Raiders, however. Also, we understand, believe it or not, however, they have signed Corey Littleton, however, on a three-year deal, believe it or not, however. And let's see some other news. So, yes, but the Panthers have given Cam Newton uh, permission to seek a trade. And the Steelers are planning on basically restructuring Big Ben's contract. Meanwhile, Chase Daniel has also signed a three-year, $13 million deal, however, with the Detroit Lions, however. Drew Brees has signed a two-year, $50 million deal to stay with the Saints, however. And the biggest one, however, might have been, however, some of the trades yesterday. One of the trades that did go down, Stephon Diggs, however, was traded from Minnesota to Buffalo for four draft picks. In addition to that, however, Arizona and Houston made a big deal, however, when DeAndre Tompkins was traded from the Houston Texans, however, to the Arizona Cardinals in exchange for David Johnson and draft picks as well. And as we said, how yes, $60 million guaranteed for Cooper. Diggs has been traded to the Vikes for four picks, including a first-round pick, believe it or not. Uh, let's see some other news real quick. Yes, A.J. McCarron has re-signed with the Texans, apparently. Marcus Mayer has signed with the Rose. We have not sure how much, however. And like we said, however, it's just been a very crazy day. And yes, Javon Hargrave, however, formerly of the series, is heading to the Eagles, however. Three years, $39 million, with $26 million guaranteed. And Jimmy Graham is going from the Packers to the Bears. Two years, $16 million, including $9 million guaranteed. So those are just some of the big names of what's going on. And Chad's going to like this one. The Carolina Panthers have agreed with to a two-year deal with Stephen Weatherly, the former seventh-round pick out of Vanderbilt with the Vikings are now with the Panthers, two years, $13 million. And Devontae Freeman, believe it or not, has been sold, however, after with three years to go and $7 million left on his deal with the Falcons. It looks like they're going to cut him as well. Yes, Keith Keenum, three years, $18 million, $10 million guaranteed as well. So a lot of action has been going on, let's just say, however, in the last 24 to 48 hours. And like I said, with 4 o'clock approaching tomorrow afternoon, who knows what we're going to see, however, but it has been a crazy St. Paddy's Day already with the big names being Rivers, like I said, Rivers, Brady, and many others along the way yesterday and today. Thank you very much there, Coach J.D. I do have some birthdays real quick to report if John did the birthdays too. Happy birthday to... Do, 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 do. This uh, happy birthday today would have been the very special birthday of 106 years old of slaying Sammy Baugh, the former Washington Redskins quarterback in Texas Christian University. And today also, happy birthday, Howard, to a very unique guy who would have been 118. Bobby Jones, ladies and gentlemen, the guy who invented the Masters, ladies and gentlemen, 118 today. So happy birthday to these two great sports legends. Uh, we only had, we only had, of course, uh, two wrestling birthdays. Uh, today, of course, was Samoa Joe's birthday. And today would have been the 45th birthday of Test. So, yes, and he has testicles. Yep, yeah, and I can't say the same thing about you, but I mean, that's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to know uh, or would you not like to know because the other one's dropping before the other? Never mind. I'm not going to go there. Okay, yeah. Okay. And so am I. Hey, dude. So if you put on the NFL uh, ESPN. Yeah. Uh, no, ESPN. It just said yeah. breaking news. T- Tom Brady expected to sign with the bon- uh, uh, Tampa Bay. 
Yeah, one year, thirty million. They said. No, it didn't say anything. It said except to sign with the. Well, I, t- I talked well, right before I came on, and I talked to Chad about this along with Mitt. Uh, my, my buddy in California, uh, Eddie Winchell, and my friend uh, Jack in Florida. Uh, I t- Eddie says that he heard from uh, Ian Rappaport it could be a, only just a one-year, thirty million dollar deal, or it could be a couple years. We don't know the full term yet, but it's just mm-hmm. it's just been crazy. I mean, we we thought this was going to happen tomorrow. We did not think it was going to happen tonight. Yeah. Thank you very much, sir, gentlemen. Uh, of course, uh, John, J- J.D. and John, thank you for the rest of the interviews and his turn birthdays here for tonight. Um, <clears throat> let's, let's, let's give out the plug one more time here. Of course, it is 9.53 p.m. Oh, yeah, of course, uh, J.D. uses one in the butt, but I mean, that's beside the point. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, 9.59. Oh, one more other sports story very uh, quickly. Floyd Mayweather's, uh, apparently, I guess it was, I don't know if it was his father, his uncle, and trainer passed away today at the age of 84. And also in entertainment news, and we'll mention it tomorrow on Outside the Rubs too, uh, famous actor Lyle Wagner, ladies and gentlemen, from the Carol Burnett Show, however, who started with Tim Conway, Harvey Korman, and uh, Vicki Lawrence, along with Carol Burnett, passed away tragically one month shy of his 85th birthday earlier today at the age of 84. Our thoughts and prayers were definitely with the Mayweather friends and family, as is also Mr. Wagner's friends and family. Also, of course, you remember he played Steve Trevor on Wonder in, in the Linda Carter. Yes, Steve Woman. Trevor on Wonder Woman. That's right. Yes, in the mid to late teens. That's right. Yep, I was just gonna mention that too. Thank you. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And especially with Wonder Woman coming out in June, now or '84, you know that's yeah. gonna be big. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm sure they'll do a dedication to him, maybe. Maybe they should add it on. Uh, yes. Also, talking about entertainment. Well, it depends before. on when the theaters are gonna open again, because a lot of the theaters are closing here. I mean, Fonzie will tell you. I mean, a lot of our local movie theaters are shut down now. Well, more production on Black Widow has now been has now been called because of the virus. They said it on YouTube. Even the James Bond movie has been pushed back to November. I heard now too. Yes. Well, anyway, Black Widow's supposed to be coming out here soon, but now they pushed it. They've stopped. They don't know when they're going to. Wait a minute. Uh, Black Widow. I thought she lived in Palmyra. She wants to uh, basically eat everyone up and basically take a bite out of everyone and just literally chomp on everyone. Okay, hold on. Okay, uh, 9.55 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, Tuesday, March 17, 2020, St. Patrick's Day, 2020, episode 808 of WWS Revolution. Uh, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, along with the Iceman Jared DiGiromo, the Human Suplex. Yes, and he's wearing an Irish kilt, ladies and gentlemen. It's all green, full of shamrocks and hearts. Yes, also, it's got, also of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, he's got folders up his anus. <coughs> and also, <laughs> the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie here with you here tonight. Uh, we, JD, we've already gotten John's and Fonzie's uh, small thoughts about Raw. Um, and this won't be worthy of calling it an icebreaker, but if there's one or two things you want to mention about Raw before we move forward to our next part of the night. You had you had only one match. You had the Royal Rumble replay, however. You had Edge's promo, which was pretty damn good, I gotta say. Austin stunning uh Saxon Dan was pretty funny, then him and Becky drinking beer was pretty funny, then stunning uh him a second time was pretty good. But you know, I mean you waited till a little after ten to have the first match and you played the whole men's Royal Rumble. Edge's promo was good. You had the contract signing, which was interesting. How I'm surprised that those two didn't even come to blows right then and there. They should have, even though he got up in the face of Gallows and Anderson. 
And now it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. But overall, Howard, it wasn't that great, you know. I mean, they should have just called the show off, and it just it wasn't one of the better shows. And now we're going to see what happens this week with SmackDown. I did mention in the news, and Fonzie heard me, Howard, I don't know if you heard. Now they're saying, I think I told you this earlier tonight with Mid Howard offline, Howard. Now they're saying they're going to probably do an empty arena tomorrow night for AEW at Daly's Place in Jacksonville. Okay. Well, of course, ladies and gentlemen, it, uh, <laughs> now Mitt is saying that <clears throat> is the anus of vultures. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, other wrestling birthdays, of course. Uh, uh, oh, oh, uh, Mitt, want me to tell you something else, J.D. He's on the live video, J.D. Let me tell you one more thing. Sure. And I'm sure he says it with all respect as well. What's up, slap nuts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice one, man. Yeah, I knew he was going to do a Jeff Jarrett in, in, in them there. Nice. Very nice. I was going to think, I was thinking he was going to do something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, other than the two birthdays we did mention here, Justin Lewis Fleming did, did, did uh, have several other. And Fonzie, Fonzie feels a whole lot better now. He's unloaded something big time. Ooh. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Danny Todd was born uh, on this date in 1986. Uh, Samoa Joe was born in 1979. As we said, the late Tess was born in 1975. Katsumi Ushida Hachioji. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, that too, by the way. 1969, Pippinella Escalada was born, I guess, as of somewhere in Mexico, I think. Uh, 1968, Chicano Flame was born in San Francisco. And and, and 1967, uh, Billy Corgan was born in Chicago. Uh, 1965, Mama Excellent was born. 1962, La Serenta Matamoros. Uh, 1961, Bruiser Bennett was born in Hartford, Connecticut. 1930, Moose. Trollock was born in Chicago. 1923, Cora Combs was born in Hazard, Kentucky. Okay, so there, there, there you go. There were some more wrestling birthdays. Thank you, Justin, for bringing it to our attention here as well. Uh, uh, let's let, let's let, let's see here. Uh, well, let, well, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we're now approaching the 10 o'clock hour, and we have a surprise for ladies and gentlemen it's to get our minds off this dreaded, this dreaded. Uh, um, uh, virus, this, which, 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 you know, it's not going, it's, it's nothing more. I'm sure JD, Fonzie, John, everybody has heard me say this. It's an overhyped flu bug. Okay. That's pretty yeah. much I mean, I mean, I, 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 that's been said here in recent memory, right? It's been like an overhyped, it's, it's a, it's uh-huh. a technically, it's a kind of like a flu bug is what, it's, what this is. Uh, but of course, like I said, I don't know how many more times they're going to keep reminding us to wash our hands and all that. Too. Of course, we're blue in the face. And if, but of course, they say too much washing your hands, you might get your hands to bleed. You don't want that. We, we got to have our hands. I mean, all that. So, I mean, if they say more about it, I mean, I'm gonna, we're all going to go crazy. Yeah, but I mean, I all with our, this hand. Okay, JD, that, keep, keep, keep that in private. We don't want to know that. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, what we did last Friday, just to take our minds off of the, all this, because it really kind of wound everybody up a little bit tight, as bad as a rubber band. 
I mean, I'm sure everyone would agree with that statement. And so I did so we did something here to kind of un unwind a little bit, and that's what we needed. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do this in well, the following thing we're going to be doing tonight. We're going to be doing this in phases, starting tonight. We're going to do it tomorrow night. We may do it Thursday on Wolfpack. I don't know yet. I haven't thought about it. But we may also do it on Friday night as well. It is going to be the biggest wrestling pay-per-view, our re big wrestling pay-per-view extravaganza. And, of course, J.D., you heard me mention it here before. I'm saving this. This is the big surprise here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, of course, to WWS's big-time wrestling pay-per-view ex extravaganza, Blast from the Past. Yeah. And basically, ladies and gentlemen, it is, what, it is what, what we're talking about here, okay? What this is that we're going to, we're not going to make up fancy matchups. No, 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 no. We do that all the time, and we enjoy doing it. But this is a twist. We are going to go There's back and twist. think about matches. Yeah, well, and, and you take a twist with none, J.D. All right, so <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're going we're going to take matches from the past and present. The organiz different organizations: WWF, WWE, WCW, uh, WCW, Ring of Honor, Impact, AEW, uh, WCCW, AWA. I mean, everybody gets what I'm saying. Yeah. And we're going to and like I say, it could come from a TV, it could come from one of the TV shows, or it could come from a pay per view. It doesn't make any difference. Okay, it makes no difference. What we're going to do is, like I said, we're going to each come up with, we're going to each, of course, like I said, and y'all welcome to go back and look up matches if you want to. Of course, you can use the video vault. That's where we have a whole lot of great matches uh, lined yeah. up there as well. I've got several in mind that I've been doing some research on all night, all day, ever since I came up with this idea. J.D., I'm sure you have some. John and Fonte. I've got some ideas. Yep, I've got some. Yep. Okay. Okay. And remember to Actual matchups, ladies and gentlemen. Now, John and Fonzie, forgive me if y'all don't remember a lot of them, but just talk about them the best, the best of your knowledge, okay? And you can go back on YouTube and find these and watch them for yourself. And if you want to give a better discussion of it later, you can. But this is all just for good fun. So this is this the thing about it with not really, really wrestling going on right now. We need something to fill the void, and this is this is this will fill the void perfectly. And this is the way we're going to start off. I'm going to start off with the person just to give you all an idea about what I'm talking about here. And looking through, of course, a lot of posts on YouTube here of some videos that have been posted, some of the actual matches, some are clips of matches and all that. But I'm sure folks will remember these. First one, I think everybody ought to remember this one. We Our very first match from Blast of the Past, ladies and gentlemen, we go back to WrestleMania 31. It is the United States Championship match pitting the champion Rusev against the challenger John Cena. Let's start with JD to get his thoughts and opinions about this match. If you remember, Rusev came in on a tank, however, and had uh, however, sort of like a Russian type entrance, i.e., Ivan Jarago from Rocky Four, however, with Lana, however, and he was not a very well liked guy at the time, and Cena stood up for the red, white, and blue of Old Glory, however. And they could have made this, uh, rather than a one-on-one, -on -one, they could have changed up the match and made it a gimmick match, like a flag match, a, uh, like uh, respect, uh, basically, uh, whoever lost the match had to do, uh, basically, uh, salute each other's flag. Like I said, by flag match, I mean, I'm not saying 
anything disrespectful, but I mean, Cena could have respected Russia, Russia should have paid respect to America, it could have been something like that, it could have been a street fight, it could have been no holds barred. Uh, Cena at the time was definitely, uh, had a lot of people had uh, a somewhat mixed reaction from the fans, some good, some positive, some not so great, some really didn't like him, but hey, it is what it is. I'll still say with Cena. Okay, all right. Fonzie, your take on Rusev versus Cena U.S. title match from WrestleMania 31. I'm going to agree with J.D. John, your thoughts about this match at WrestleMania 31? Of course, Rusev versus Cena for the U.S. title. John says a good match. Um, anything else you wish to add, John, before we move on? And real quick, I'm just looking at the story here. Apparently, now we understand also, this was from yesterday, the Tennessee Times placed a franchise tag on Derrick Henry. Also, we understand, believe it or not, as we said, the Kirk Cousins deal, two years, $66 million, $61 million guaranteed at the sign. So it'll be 30 to almost $33 million a year. He will be getting possibly the next few years as the Vikings quarterback is what Kirk Cousins will be getting. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you there, J.D., for that. Uh, John says, of course, obviously this is when, of course, Cena ended the, uh, ended the streak. So, uh, <clears throat> okay. All right. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much there, uh, guys, for that. Uh, J.D., let's see what you have come come up with. Like I said, I mean, I said actual matchups here. Uh, J.D., just remember that there okay. as well. This is a good one. Um, you want to talk about brawls, however? Let's talk about a six-pack cruiserweight battle oh. royal. I will throw in the following names. No, 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 Let's go to Starcade 1986, however, is my first one. The infamous Night of the Skywalkers match. The Road Warriors versus the Midnight Express. Let's hear your thoughts here, please. I mean, two great teams. You cannot argue with either one. But again, at the end of the day, however, it's going to basically be... Coming up, Hawk and Animal with Precious Paul Ellering, however. The Road Warriors were still the better team. James E. Cornett, however, had that big fall. And he would probably do it again, however, if he got chased up the ladder and spooked up by Hawk and Animal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think uh, this was a big, big, big time match. This, this, this pretty much, uh, this pretty much kind of, kind of helped kind of, I think in my personal opinion, kind of really boosted the careers of the Road Warriors to the status that they, they would be forever known as. Uh, so, uh, but a great matchup there indeed. Uh, Fonzie, your take here on this match here, mentioned about uh, uh, that JD did mention here. I know this is an older one, but any any comments you have, please, like I said, anything as well. Yeah, this is I'm going to agree with J.D. on this one. Okay. All right, John, your thoughts about this match here of... of uh... 
wait here to see what John has to say right here. Uh, um, the, John, the match in question was was on Starcade 1986. It and was uh, a, the Skywalkers, the Road Warriors versus the Midnight Express, John. John said this was an amazing tag team match. What more can you say? Uh, Fonzie, um, I'm sure you do understand what I'm talking about here, about how we're doing this here. Um, So if you have a match in mind, an actual matchup, not a fantasy one, just an actual an actual uh, matchup. I think Fonzie is also thinking as well. And John, be thinking of one too, but an actual, don't not a fantasy one, John, an actual match. I'm going to try to keep them as recent as I possibly can, so that way y'all might be able to have some interesting thoughts. But, uh, Just take your time, guys. That's all. Yeah. Take your time here. I'm going to say Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker. Uh, Brock uh, beat the streak from The Undertaker. That was number I'm 30. Was WrestleMania 30 when that happened, wasn't it? I think it was. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Fonzie, you chose to make uh, Let's hear your comments, please. Uh, I know everybody. I know everybody was wanted The Undertaker continue his winning streak. Uh, but. It didn't happen, so this was a good match. And uh, like I said, I think everybody wanted the Undertaker continue his streak. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And John said this, it was stunned silence. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I I definitely heard that. I definitely know that a lot of people were just. Uh, was was just 100% in shock, big time here uh, about this. So, uh, JD, your thoughts here? Brock, Brock and Undertaker WrestleMania 30, the night the Undertaker's streak came to a halt. Yep, and I was there. It does not seem it was almost six years ago that I was there to see that happen. And like I said, how many people were just like 70, 75,000 people were dead silent in that Superdome? It was like. It was like a funeral, no pun intended, just absolutely, totally was mind-boggling, to say the least. It was a shocker, beyond words, however. And we all know what happened after the match, however, with those two, however. And, of course, we heard the story about what happened with the taker, however. Um, you know what? Brock surprised me when he pulled off that win, however. If Taker was not up there with bad knees and bad hips, I would say he has a chance. But you cannot go against a very hungry Brock like this. I mean, Brock is, like I said, 285, 290, however, almost 300 pounds. Taker's a big guy at 6'10", his own right, however. But at the end of the day, however, you cannot argue with him, however, mind you. So I'm going to take the beast, however, in this one. 
Well, we all know what happened, but like I'll just get your thoughts and opinions about the match at, like it happened, pretty much. Yeah, but that, but that's good though. That's very good. Um, I thought it was a big time match up here, and of course, every time I every time I see clips about like uh, these montages they put up, they post on YouTube and everything. If that one pops up, I just I just don't play it because I just hate seeing that moment. I really did. I mean, we knew sooner or later it was going to have to come to an end. And some people were teasing for a while. Heck, some people were teasing. They thought that CM Punk was going to do it the year before, but obviously it didn't happen. Uh, but obviously, um, but still, it was a, a great, great matchup here. Uh, of course, not the first time Brock and Taker, of course, faced each other. But you know what? It was still, nonetheless, um, a, a great encounter. Great. Now we go from uh, now, of course, during our pay per view, we got to have some wrestling moments mixed in. Am I right about that, gentlemen? Uh, okay, I have one here for you. Talk, think about think about this moment for just a second. We're going to go to we're going to go to Raw is War from uh, I do believe July third in the year two thousand, uh, when the night that Mick Foley actually. Gave a line, gave a gave a line made famous by The Rock right back at The Rock, and that was simply put, "It doesn't matter." Uh, your take about this moment right here, Mick Foley going back on The Rock with his own line. <laughs> JD, this cool. you. Twenty years ago this summer, that moment happened, and you think about it, that was also the very night, however, that ECW, however, took over Atlanta, if you remember. However, when Stephanie and Paul Heyman and Shane pulled a fast one on Vince when Stephanie became the new co-owner of ECW after Shane had, and everything like that. I think I'm right on that one. I could be, I'm, no, I'm wrong on that one. That was the following year, 2001. What am I thinking? Uh, yeah, I mean, you talk about fireworks in a big way, Howard. That was a big blockbuster, to say the least, Howard. And I think a lot of people were taken aback with what happened, Howard, considering, however, mind you. That's certainly, certainly. Bonzi moment from 20 years ago when Mick Foley actually told told the Rock it doesn't matter on Raw. Your thoughts about that? <laughs> uh, it was funny. That's all I gotta say. It was funny, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. John did say about John does agree with that. He also said about the Brock Undertaker. That you that that uh, you brought that uh, um, <clears throat> that 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 was brought up here, uh, Josh. If you could have a camera right now and see all the superstars be in shock. Uh, oh wait, a minute. we didn't get Johns. I'm sorry. We gotta go back. To JD Park, go back. We gotta yeah. By the way, Rod. By the way, Rod last night drew a 166 rating last night. Huh. Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, anyway, uh, John, yes. uh, an actual match here, John. Uh, thinking about any matches out there, um, that's it. And we'll and we'll and like I said, we just throw out some big time discussion. Why? Shit. John's oh John's got a great 
go, we go back to a classic moment here. We're going backwards here, ladies and gentlemen, and I do mean big time here. Going back to 1996, WrestleMania 12, the Iron Man match Paul Michaels and Brett the Hitman. We Hart. talked about that tonight on Revisit. We did that in WrestleMania 13 tonight in the Revisit Time Machine. Good one, John. Uh, John, I mean, J.D., uh, well, John, your thoughts about this match since you came up with it first. Let's hear what John has to say about that. He took my, he took my next match I had. John said it was a heck of a match between these two. Uh, J.D., your thoughts about the Iron Man match from WrestleMania 12? One of the greatest Iron Man matches of all time, and it still holds up to this day. Shawn Michaels all the way, and I will be right back. Okay. Okay. Fonzie, your take about the Iron Man match here uh, between um, HBK and Bret Hart from WrestleMania 12? Yeah, this was awesome. Oh, I would definitely agree. Um, I mean, keep in mind that during the time frame, no one scored the pin. They went into sudden death. And even Bret Hart had an attitude about that. And then next thing you know, like I said, he was... It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Uh, another, another match here, of course... Uh, um, I did do a moment here, so Fonzie, while we wait for JD to return, let's go ahead and go to you, sir. Um, if you got another um match, or if you got like a moment you wish to bring up, thanks, John. He took my next match. <laughs> uh... WrestleMania three, Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant in Madison Square Garden. Oh, oh, it was actually in Michigan. It was actually in Detroit. It was actually in Michigan. Uh, was it? Okay. Yeah, it was in Michigan. Yes, yes. Yeah, my apologies for correction or the correction, but that's correct. Uh, let's, let's 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 uh let's get your thoughts about this. Let's get your thoughts about this movie. Uh, the only the only wrestler who uh higher weight on Andre the Giant. He was the only superstar that actually power slam. Andre. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. I definitely agree. Uh, John, your thoughts about, uh, <clears throat> about uh, of course, uh, Hogan versus Andre for the title at WrestleMania 3 in 1987. 
John, of course, said this was one of us. Said this was awesome. The, the body plan heard around the world. So, <clears throat> but indeed, I would definitely agree. JD, are you back with us? He's not back yet. Here he wanted. Well. He wanted to change his song. Ah, uh, yes, yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, uh let me see here. Let's see. Uh, one I got here. Um, I hate to go way, way back, guys, but just ponder this one here. Um, <clears throat> um, I'm, let's see. Let me see here. I don't know if this was considered under WCW or NWA. Forgive me. It might have been NWA. I'm not sure. I think it's NWA. Back in the, back a long time ago here, guys. We're talking about August 23rd, 1986. A matchup between two of the greats. I believe this might have been a title match, too. I'm not sure, but I'll have to do some double-checking. It was Ric Flair versus Ikuil, Dusty Rhodes, the American Tools. Uh, <clears throat> uh, of course, if you're, we've heard about matches between Flair and Rhodes before. <laughs> so, so I'm sure basically based upon what you've already heard about matchups here between these between these two, I'm sure this one right here will probably go along the lines of one that was pretty, that was pretty darn interesting. Uh, Fonzie, anything you wish to say about this one from August 23rd, 1986, Flair versus Rhodes? I'm going to agree with you, Chad. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> thank you, thank you there. Uh, Thank you there, uh, uh, Fonzie. John, your your take on this match from, like we said, August 23rd, 1986, Rick Flair versus Dusty Rhodes. I do believe this was involved. This was during still during the time of the NWA. I believe this might have been a title match as well. Your thoughts about this match, please. And apparently one of, the, of John's members of his uh, uh, chat box, apparently there's something going on there. And, and I think John's also trying to, we're doing what we can to try to help out have this person out there as well so uh so hopefully like i said we can do that here uh jd are you back <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen the folders anus has run out of coffee so he went really right back <laughs> okay yeah and that one too man. uh let's see and i'm sure I'm sure Judge on here, I'm sure you're thinking about this match. Um, while we wait for John's response here, I'll go ahead and mention, ladies and gentlemen, JD's back here with it. Okay. While we wait for John's answer, I'll get JD's thoughts on this. Next match I brought up here, JD. Um, uh, from August 23rd, 1986, I think it was during the time of the, that was still under the NWA banner. And this might have been a title match. I'm not sure, but I'm thinking it was. Uh, Ric Flair versus Dusty Rhodes, if you recall this match. What's your thoughts about it? Great match. They always had good chemistry. You can't go wrong with them. You know what? In the end, you gotta. I'm going to go with Flair in this one. As much as Dusty won the title that night, I've got to go with Flair. Okay. All right. John, your thoughts about this match here that I just brought up here from August of 86 between Flair and Rhodes? 
John said it was a great match. Okay. <clears throat> and John does have one here. And uh, now we're going to go back and forth here, guys. So forgive me if we're a little bit out of whack here, but we're going to go back and forth on this. And we're having fun with it. So I think that's the important thing. Uh, and he's got a good one here, another WrestleMania from 1989, WrestleMania 5. Randy Savage defending the title against Hulk Hogan. John, your thoughts here about this match? Since he came up with the last converser. John said it was one hell of a great fight between these two. I would agree. JD, your thoughts here about the uh, WrestleMania 5, Hogan and Savage? Sorry. Yeah. I had a cracker in my mouth. I'm going to say how um, I'm going to say what your, what was your thoughts about the match when it, as it happened? Yes. I'm going to say it was a good match, but I'm going to go with Hogan in this one. Even though Savage Hour was the champion at this time, and I think him and Elizabeth Hour had a little bit of an issue with each other. And uh, <coughs> I was very jealous about Elizabeth Hour kind of doing. She thought that he was she was cheating on him with Hogan, however, and there had been issues before, however, there had been talk about their marriage had been a little bit of little bit in turmoil at that time because in real life it had dealt with uh, real life too besides what happened on the show uh, I still got to go with uh, like I said in the end however uh, Hogan had a close one alright <clears throat> uh, Fonzie I don't did we get your thoughts about this one I'm not sure WrestleMania 5 Hogan and Savage did we get your thoughts about that I agree with you guys. That's all. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I say, JD, do you have another you wish to bring up? JD. All right. My next moment is going to be a good one. All right. It's going to be a moment. Okay. All right. Oh, good. Blast in the past continues on. Yeah. Yes. Let's go to November 24th, 1983, the very first Starcade. Oh. I mean, if there had been no Starcade, I don't think we would have had close circuit TV or pay-per-view as we know it. Historic because we had a lot of great moments and matches in that night, of course. The dog collar match, the tag team, pretty good match. It saw four good wrestlers and, of course, the big steel cage main event. So... Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about that. All right, uh, Fonzie, your 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 uh, your take about the match that JD brought up, of course, in the very first arcade in '83. What was the match, by the way, JD? I'm sorry, which one was it? <laughs> JD put down the folders. JD. But I'm here. No, I was asking, what, what was, was the match? It wasn't a match. It was a moment. Starcade, the very first Starcade. Oh, the very first Starcade itself. The paper, talking about the pay-per-view itself. Found the things what he was talking about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. 
Yeah. I miss Starcade. Uh, oh, I, I do as well. Yeah, Piper and Valentine in a dog collar match. You had uh, Jack and Jerry Briscoe versus uh, Rick Steemo and Jay Youngbrother. Of course, you had uh, Rick Flair and Harley Race in a steel cage. Yeah, that's some good moments there, indeed. Uh, Fonzie, your take about this pay-per-view in general? I just gave you Oh, you did? Okay, you did. Okay, okay, you and did. I, and you I did. did hear something else, too, guys, just now. According to reports, they are now saying WrestleMania 36 rumored, rumored now, to be moving to MSG possibly June 7th, mind you. I thought they said they were going to do something before. I don't know, but that's what I've been hearing. Good Lord, don't, don't tell me that... that, that Somebody is not. Somebody's not on the ball here. Man, no. somebody's just not. You know, Vince don't have any balls, and and they're not on the ball. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, John, your thoughts about the the very first Starcade from 1983 itself? Uh, your thoughts, please. And John says, believe it or not, everybody's not on the not on the ball in this country. You're absolutely right, but I I can't put John John pretty much put put the nail on the head right there. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh yeah. And John said he does agree with everybody about the first car key. Very good there indeed. Uh, I've got another one here. Now think about this one. I we're a little bit more recent here, but it's still about. Uh, about 23 years old, the match is, from WCW's Great American Bash in 1997. Which one is this one? Great American Bash 97, DDP versus Savage. It was a good match, but it was not as good as I thought it was a Las Vegas street fight later on that year. At Halloween Havoc Hour, I mean, it wasn't bad, but I think their Vegas match was a little bit better. Okay. Fonzie, your take on this match, Great American Bash 97, DDP versus the Macho Man. Ooh, yeah. I agree. Oh, you agree it with... Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say agree. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank, thank you there, uh, Fonzie. John, your thoughts about this match, DDP versus Savage from the Great American Bash in 1997? John said it was a red hot, a red hot, it was a red hot feud at the time between DDP and Savage. So. Yeah, yes, it was. Uh, guys, if, 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 if you know, with, your, with your permission, gentlemen, and not to take anything away from y'all here tonight, just to, just to give y'all a little bit more at ease and give y'all a little bit more time to, to look up some more matches and everything, but we're going to do this again tomorrow night. Allow me to fix up, the, the, the to actually call out some more moments here and matches for the rest of the night. That's 
if if that's okay with you guys. What's that? Allow me to go ahead and finish off this um, this 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 phase of our pay per view here, but we're going to do it again tomorrow night and give y'all time. Give and Fonzie, John, give y'all more time to look up some more moments and matches as well. If that's okay with you two guys. Yeah. All right, John. John says okay. All right, I've got two more right here. I'm going to get you all talked about here. First off, a moment. Uh, this was a WrestleMania. I think JD would possibly would agree was not a very big time highlight. It was WrestleMania nine in 1993. Uh, we're talking about the moment where Hogan came out to help Bret Hart, and of course uh, Yokozuna and Mr. Fuji goaded him into uh, taking a taking an impromptu title match. And apparently Mr. Fuji accidentally was one of salt in Hogan's eye. I thought, because you know Hogan had the bad had the bad eye from before WrestleMania. They were going to throw salt in there, and then all of a sudden, uh, Hogan ducked out of the way and threw it in Yokozuna's face, and then he took out the uh, and then he took out Yokozuna and ended up winning the uh, winning the match and winning the title. Your thoughts about this moment from WrestleMania nine and ninety three? Yeah, this was definitely not one of the better WrestleManias we all know in Las Vegas at out in Caesar's Palace House when JR made his debut. Bret had lost the title to Yokozuna, only then Yokozuna, of course, didn't have the title for very long, not even a couple of seconds or minutes, however, and then we saw that happen however, with the whole thing with Fuji uh, accepting the title match on his man's behalf, go figure. And that's what happened there, huh? Yeah. Uh... Bonzi, your thoughts about this moment here from WrestleMania 9? Yeah, I could agree with JD. Okay. John, your thoughts about this moment from WrestleMania 9? John said this was a, this was an okay moment. Okay. <sighs> okay. Next one here that I have is a match. Uh, from March 22nd, 1999, so in about five days, this match would be 21, yeah, 21 years old. Yes, that's about right. March 22nd, 1999, Monday Night Raw match between Stone Cold and The Big Show. JD, your thoughts about this? Which one is this one? Mar Monday Night Raw, March 22nd, 1999, Stone Cold versus The Big Show. Yeah, very interesting because I think that was also the same night, if I remember correctly, when Goldberg took on uh, Bret Hart Howard in Toronto, Howard, and then he said basically, "Hey, I WCW, I quit." I think that's what it was, if I remember. However, because he had been tired of being screwed over, however, uh, basically by management, if I remember correctly. So I have to double check my notes to be sure. Yes. Yeah. And. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, it was a very interesting uh, night, if you recall. Um, but, okay. Fonzie, you're taking about Stone Cold versus The Big Show from Monday Night Raw, March 22nd, 1999. Yeah, this is, this is awesome. I wish we can, I wish we could bring The Big Show and Steve Austin back and do their match again for the last time, but uh, this was awesome. Really? Indeed. Uh, John, your thoughts here about uh, 
about uh, Stone Cold versus The Big Show, um, March 22nd, 1999, Monday Night Raw. Yes. And John says this was also another good match. Here is another moment here for you, ladies and gentlemen, and these guys here know it all too well. We go, we go, we go up a little bit here, a little bit more recent, not too far up, not too recent, but it is the most recent one up, other than the first match we had. But this is a moment right here. The WWE debut of Goldberg. JD, your thoughts here, please. The day after WrestleMania 19, the first time. Yes, who could forget that? That was a very interesting moment, if you remember, however. I mean, it was quite a night, if you remember, however. And that, of course, set up, of course, for Backlash that same year between him and The Rock. And, of course, Goldberg was pretty much, uh, uh, yeah, that was a big-time thing. So. Uh, Fonzie, your take about Goldberg. Goldberg's official debut in WWE back in 2003. Uh, this was uh, this was the start of the Goldberg's uh, winning streak, and it's still is still as his day. He still has not lost yet. So, okay. yeah. And of course, and of course, this was in WWE. Remember back in '03. So, uh, yeah. Yes. But uh, but yes, but I know. But but very good point there, indeed, Fonz. John said this was an awesome moment in the history of Monday Night Raw. Ooh, now we shift gears, gentlemen. We shift gears big time. Let's go from WWE for just a few moments. Let's go to Impact. How about an Impact moment here? That's part of our blast from the past. Sound good? Okay. We go to Bound for Glory from 2011. And what I what 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 you might would consider a big time, maybe the ultimate rematch from their bout at Starcade in 1997, Sting versus Hulk Hogan. JD, your thoughts here. From uh, Starcade you said? No, 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 no. This was a, this was a, what I would consider the ultimate rematch from that. But this is when Sting and Hogan met. It wasn't as good as their. Yeah, I don't think it was bad, but it wasn't as good as their match. I thought at Starcade '97, it had its moments, you know. But it wasn't as good as the '97 match, I think. Okay, now Bound for Glory 2011 is what I was. The match is when I was talking. So, yeah, that, okay. Uh, Bonzi, Bound for Glory 2011, Sting versus Hogan. Uh, yeah, this was awesome. Okay. John, your thoughts? Bound for Glory 2011, Sting versus Hogan? <laughs> I know, John, you got your hands full right now, but. Like I said, your your thoughts. John says it was a great match, and it was the end of an era for Hulk Hogan on TV. 
Yeah. Yeah. But of course, he would have some better moments in WWE later on. John says here for everyone that saw Hogan wrestle one last time against Sting, you had yourself a real treat. But JD, it's such a shame the two didn't wrestle in WWE. Yeah, yeah. That would have been interesting to see, but I mean, of course, you know how many times they tried to get Sting in there before he made his debut in 2016. But what if Sting made to WWE 1990, he and Hogan would have had back and forth matches. I would agree with that. Yes, I definitely agree with that. Next encounter here. Now, this is this is a little bit more recent here than what we just talked about a moment ago. Um, I'm sure JD David ever remember this. Back in 2006, when Vince McMahon on Raw made Triple H run a gauntlet versus the entire Spirit Squad. Your thoughts about this? Excuse me. Sorry about that. Uh, ridiculous, I gotta say. But, you know, however, maybe he did teach him a lesson. I doubt it. I don't think that was the case here. <laughs> however, it's kind of BS if you ask me. And, of course, it would bring back the, it would bring back the X in 06, if I'm not mistaken there either. So. Uh, Fonzie, your take about this when Mr. McMahon uh, made Triple H go out in a gauntlet match against every single member of the Spirit Squad. Which I believe it did lead up to, of course, the reformation of D Generation X that year. Yeah, this is good. Okay, all right. This was the best. John says was best remembered for the reformation of DX, and they never looked back. That's a good, good point there, John. Very good point here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Here's a good one. Here's we go back to WrestleMania here, guys. Wrestle, Wrestle, WrestleMania 25 World Heavyweight Championship Triple Threat Match Edge, Cena, and the Big Show. JD, your thoughts here? Not a bad match, I gotta say. Pretty good for the most part, however. I mean, it was somewhat decent, however, and it was all right, however, like I said, however. And, uh, yeah, it was a very interesting match, I guess. It was very entertaining, however, like I said, however. But, of course, that wasn't the match that stole the show. Well, well obviously. Wasn't this, the, wasn't this the one where Cena actually put both Edge and Big Show on his shoulders to try to do a double attitude adjustment? I think so, yeah. If I remember correctly, yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Well, all right, Fonzie, your thoughts yeah. about this from WrestleMania 25? <laughs> This was awesome. Picking up the big show on top uh, on top of Edge. Jeez. Uh, this was good. Oh, by the way, oh, by the way, Fontana, if you... Sorry, Chad. Uh, what I was going to say is, ladies and gentlemen, as a small plug here, of course, part of Bulldog DVD sells a variety. We now have an official... We have a couple... We have a copy for sale of WrestleMania 25 if anyone is interested in that. So there you go. Uh, John said this was the second best match next Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. But what strength Cena delivered to the big show? And also for the edge as well. JD, you were something you needed to mention. 
you go ahead. And yeah, I was going to say, real quick, I was just going to mention uh, a couple more things have now been canceled officially. The ACC has canceled all spring football practicing games as well as the Southeastern Conference. Now. Okay. Uh, were we surprised? No. We weren't surprised. No. no. We're not surprised at all. Uh, we've got two more moments here to add on here to the, to, to the show here, gentlemen. First off, of course, uh, Monday Night Raw, if everyone remembers this, after Shane McMahon deliberately went behind Stone Cold Steve Austin's back and posted a picture of the Smoking Skull title belt on a Titan Tron, him and the Big Show destroy the Titan Tron. J.D., your thoughts about this moment? And I do remember that moment quite well, Howard. Yes, it was very interesting when that moment happened, How It was very, very <clears throat> interesting, shall we say, if you will. Uh, Bonzi, the moment where Stone Cold and the Big Show destroyed the Titan Tron because Shane McMahon uh, kind of goaded Stone Cold into doing so after deliberately showing a picture of Austin's uh, um, Smoky Skull title belt uh, on the Titan Tron after Austin warned him not to do so. So. Uh, this was this was good. John says here what strength the big show had and to that what he did to that time trial was stone cold of course destroying it. That was awesome though, if you really think about it. That was kind of an awesome moment right there. Um, um, another one here, and I'm sure this is another recent moment here as well. Um, but uh, got to mention this right here. Um, from Monday Night Raw on October 29, 2007, we saw, speaking of Stone Cold, another Stone Cold moment here, guys. We saw, out of all people, Santino Morella make fun of Stone Cold Steve Austin. J.D., your thoughts about this? Not smart. Let's just say not smart at all. Yeah, Fonzie from August, I mean, October 29, 2007, Santino mocking Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? Bad, bad idea. I think. <laughs> yeah. Very good indeed. Very good. Very good indeed there, Fonz. Very good. Uh, John, your thoughts about Santino Morella mocking uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin in October of 97? John said, not a good idea, Santino. It was stupid. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely right. Uh Okay, here's a couple more. We go back to Impact, guys. How about some more Impact uh, stuff in here as well? From Bound for Glory, we go back to 2009. AJ Styles versus Sting. JD, your thoughts here? Pretty good match. I mean, they had some good chemistry, as you recall, in TNA Impact. And they definitely knew how to work with each other's style. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> but it was a pretty good match for the most part. It was entertaining, however. And, uh, yeah, it was interesting, let's just say. Uh, Bonzi, your take about uh, From Bound for Glory 2009, AJ versus Sting? Yeah, this is good. What? Okay, thank you. Uh, John, your thoughts here? Um, AJ versus Sting, Bound for Glory 2009? 
John says it was a phenomenal match, but John has some breaking news here. Apparently, uh -oh. it's, something, it's something else concerning the coronavirus. I know I don't want, I don't like mentioning it, but. Oh, Jesus God. Okay. Okay, well let well let me well, let let me let me let me go ahead. Well, John said apparently uh, John said this was a pretty interesting story. Apparently, he's saying Chinese scientists have developed the vaccine for this. Uh, but it's apparently it's coming off of Twitter. If you want to believe that, uh, John. Find this story if you can. Post it in the post it um, post it on several pages. I like to have some people read this. Please. And John says it is approved for clinical trials, and they're recruiting volunteers. I don't know, guys. I mean, do we would do, would we trust this? Uh, That's a big uh -huh. question. Yeah, of course. That's actually, actually, John said they were recruiting volunteers just like they did in Seattle. So, okay. Well, well like I said there, John, thank you very much. And like I said, post, try to find a couple of things, post a couple of things about we it. We also know now, believe it or not, apparently how our four more golf events have been canceled, including the RBC Heritage, the Zurich Classic, the Wells Fargo, the Byron Nelson, and the PGA Championship have all been canceled now. Uh, were we surprised about that? No. We weren't surprised. Okay, a couple more moments. Even one that just happened recently here, guys. We'll bring it up here before we close it up. And we'll save you some for phase two tomorrow night, guys. Uh, J.D. Okay, J.D. Very fine. Okay, listen very carefully here. The... Uh, the uh, Undertaker's debut on Saturday Night's Main Event in 1991. JD, your thoughts here about this moment? Good moment there. Very good moment there. I remember that somewhat. However, it was a very interesting. However, it was uh, a very unique uh, moment there, if you will. However, very very interesting that you would uh, bring that up. However, mind you. Uh, John says, of course, coming out of the ca casket. That was when the warrior faced Sergeant Slaughter, and we saw the first encounter between Hogan and the Undertaker. Ooh, okay. Fonzie, this moment from 1991, uh, we saw the Undertaker's debut on Saturday Night's Main Event from that year. And I do have some news here. Yeah, I'm going to agree with JD. Okay, thank you there, Fonzie. Before we go to the last one here of the night for phase one, a blast in the past. JD does have a, another something to mention here. Please, JD, go ahead. This is from Jeffrey Harris at Forlan Mania, according to reports. As previously reported, WWE announced yesterday yeah. that WrestleMania 36 will be held at the Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. However, according to a rumor that's being reported on Twitter by the at Fight Oracle account, this new plan by WWE to move forward with WrestleMania at the Performance Center will not come to pass. The rumor states that WWE's announcement to move WrestleMania to Orlando is a way to satisfy its insurance policy to try and mitigate, quote, damages by attempting to find a new venue. The rumor goes on to say that if the city of Orlando then shuts down the shifted WrestleMania Performance Center, WWE will show the promotion attempted to mitigate damages and move the event, and they will be paid out by the insurance provider. 
Additionally, the rumor is also claimed WWE is now looking ahead to move WrestleMania to Madison Square Garden in New York City on June 7. The account also noted that this situation is, quote, fluid until McMahon makes a new call. Essentially publicly announcing WrestleMania for the Performance Center is a placeholder to deal with insurance claim process for the event. This is just a rumor for now. It should be noted that the CDC this week advised that organizers should cancel or postpone events with 50 people or more. It would be difficult to even stage a scaled-down WrestleMania at the Performance Center less than 50 people. Last night's Raw was held at the Performance Center. This week's NXT <coughs> and SmackDown are also still slated to the Performance Center. As of now, WrestleMania 36 is slated for April 5 at the Performance Center in Orlando. It will be broadcasted live on the WWE Network. Okay. Well, we'll keep an eye on this here, guys. And if they decide that they can, if they are able to do it in June, then that may be a saving grace. That may be a saving grace. Because I'm saying this thing is not going to be around by by June. I bet you it won't be. So we just hope it won't. But that's just us speculating, right? There you go. That's all we can do. All right, here's the, here's the last moment. Okay, here's the last moment right here. That's okay. And John says he actually agrees with me on this. He does guarantee this will probably be over with before if they decide to do WrestleMania in June. I would rather them have a redo it a little bit later on and make any attempt to try to do it in a small place like that. But WrestleMania is going to be tiny this year if they do it there, my personal opinion. But there you go. The last moment here, guys. Leave it here, guys. This moment came from last night. Yes, it came from last night. This is the last moment we're going. Last one we're going to do for phase one of Blast from the Past, uh, where the Undertaker, of course, um, stood, stood in, the, in the ring, and we saw, of course, members of the club, Giles and Anderson, bring him the contract, and then, of course, after AJ ran his mouth about him, his wife, and his family. Undertaker, of course, obviously took down Gallows and Anderson here on this, but of course does sign the contract, making it official that AJ and Undertaker will wrestle at WrestleMania 36 whenever they decide to have it. What was your moment, what was your thoughts about this moment here, JD, involving the Undertaker last night? Uh, They could have, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, let's just say it's a little interesting if you will, but the question is, how are, is it still going to be going on as scheduled? Do we know that this is going to be happening? We don't know yet. You know, we just don't know. Well, sure. I would agree. I would definitely, I would definitely agree with that. Yes, we just, I mean, we're just speculating as of this moment, but right now, John says, like he, and John, like, John said, like he kept saying last week, and of course, he said it here for last night, AJ, that was one heck of a bad move. I mean, how 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 much can you say? So, um, Fonzie, your take here about uh, about what happened last night involving the Undertaker uh, taking down the club after, of course, uh, um, AJ made those remarks about the Undertaker's uh, about the Undertaker and his and uh, of course Michelle McCool and all and everybody. And AJ Styles shut his fucking mouth. He's getting his, he's going to get his ass beat. And, uh, yeah, 
He's going to get his ass beat. And he can rest in peace after that. Oh, sure. Absolutely. I, I agree 110%. I agree. So, gentlemen, uh, let me get an evaluation here for as far as phase one is concerned. Now you see how what I'm talking about here, about how we're, 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 we're trying to do this here. J.D., let's get your thoughts here on phase one of WWS Blast in the Past. What's that? What's your yeah. thoughts about, about phase one of our of our wrestling pay-per-view here? Oh, sorry. Black- Pretty good. I got to say very good. Very, very good. Fonzie, your take here, please. Your thoughts about it? Yeah. This is good. And like I said, but y'all get what I'm doing here, right? Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all get how yeah. I'm doing it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. John, your thoughts here about this? Uh, your thoughts about what we did? And I said, and John does agree with all that as well. So, gentlemen, y'all have an opportunity tomorrow. Like I said, just like I said, you know, if you get an opportunity, look up some matches. Old, new, doesn't matter when, when or where. I mean, just bring them up and we'll talk about it. That's the point of doing all this. You know what I mean? I mean, if it's to fill the void big time. And I think we did it. We kind of mixed things up a little bit. WCW. Yeah, we did. NWA. I know there's a lot of WWE, WWF, like WrestleMania stuff and all, but still, we we talked about old moments and old matches. Yes. I mean, I mean, that's the best stuff. That's the best one to talk about, right? There you go. Yep. Okay, uh, gentlemen, anything y'all wish to add before we close up the shop here for the night? I got a closing thing ready uh-huh. to go, but I have nothing except happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. Hope you had your green beer and enjoyed it despite what was crazy going on. Absolutely. Uh, Fonzie, anything you wish to mention, sir? Uh, nah. Okay. Uh, uh, John, anything you wish to mention here, sir? And John said he has nothing else to add. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you very much for joining us here tonight for episode 808 of Revolution. I definitely want to thank the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, the human suitcase machine, John Gross, and also, of course, John's already left us for the night, and Fonzie has as well. Also, I do want to thank the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, here is indeed. Also, of course, I do thank our friends at Ambrose Fallen Brains Shield News here tonight, uh, of course, for joining us here as well, including, of course, um, several, of course, our own good friend, Mitt Patel. As well as Mr. Uh, Justin Lewis Fleming, Mr. Anthony Chobot, for Captain Dave Spieler, and of course JD will have a plug for him here momentarily. Yes, the uh, Wrestling Federation definitely check it out, and also check the Captain Corners podcast for all your independent wrestling needs, including Combat Zone Wrestling. But right now, Captain Dave is definitely out of action, shall we say? However, but with what's happening here, but hopefully he'll be back on the spot very soon with what's going on. Absolutely, there indeed. Uh, also, Mr. Eric Schwartz also joined us here as well. So we do thank everyone for joining us for our live video feed here tonight there as well. Uh, of course, uh, as we've mentioned here, one thing I did, I don't know if I had a chance to mention this. Uh, we did actually get the belt, the final two belts from the um, Elimination Chamber um, Prediction Title Challenge uh, placed finally. Um, of course, if the, the remaining two folks was, of course, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds and the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach. 
Uh, Michelle, uh, actually, actually, Ann was the one that chose first, so automatically the last belt went to, Mich went to Michelle. The belt that Ann chose, she is now the new WCWS Double J champion, and Michelle is the WCWS Grandest Stage champion. So there you have it there, folks. Of course, as we said here before, JD is the ECWS Living Dangerously champion. John, of course, is the WCWS Funeral Parlor champion. Fonzie is the WCWS Rattlesnake champion. Uh, Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler is the WCWS Bad Blood champion. And Mitt is the AEWS Dark Order champion. So there you have it there as well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, don't forget here tomorrow night, in addition to Outside the Ropes here at 631-41387 pound, we'll talk about everything going on here. I'm sure JD's going to have a lot to talk about here. It may not be a whole lot in the box office, but he'll have some stuff to talk about here in sports. Also, of course, also we'll mention in a little bit more detail here about uh, about, of course, I said we did have a, we did have, of course, a couple of passings today, uh, and we'll definitely mention that here again, as he said, of course, tomorrow night on outside the ropes. Uh, <clears throat> be sure to check it out at six thirty. Also, of course, the Madness Kingdom will bring you, of course, our next edition of WWS Wrestling Debate. Of course, I'll have some talk here about AEW and NXT, of course, uh, in whatever capacity it, it is at the time for the time being. Um, also, of course, other wrestling stories making the rounds here, including some of the stories that JD just did, did bring to our attention here tonight. There'll be some talks about that here as well. Uh, also, of course, WrestleMania coming up here. We're, we're not sure what the full status of it's going to be now. We're saying the, the performance center on the on on the date on the official date, which I think what did we say? April April what? JD was April what fifth? April fourth, April fifth, or something like that. Is, was the official date? I think that's around, around the beginning of April. But now, as JD did mention here earlier, of course, he was talking about that they may decide to pull it off and wait until the beginning of the summer sometime. So we'll have to wait and see what happens there with that. Also, don't forget Revolution tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. Our live video feed will come to us from GCWS, beginning of a dream. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays, of course, will give you some uh, best results we can here, of course, for AEW and NXT. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we will, definitely have, we will of course, definitely have some, uh, we will definitely have, of course, phase two of the WWS Blast from the Past Wrestling Pay-Per-View Extravaganza. So be sure to check that out here as well. A couple quick plugs I will bring you, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <clears throat> don't forget the Perpetual Uniquity, of course, on eBay ebay.com forward slash str forward slash perpetual uniquity internet retail for the determined distinctive individual a lot of great items still posted there indeed be sure to check that out here as well here today and also don't forget bulldog dvd sells a variety on facebook of course facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash bulldog dvd sells variety where of course ladies and gentlemen we do have of course like i said several several more lists of dvds that was just recently posted uh, including some movies including the WWE Studios movie Legendary, starring John Cena. Also, I think the sequel to Grumpy Old Men, Grumpier Old Men, is on there. Um, and we say we did have, we have posted some wrestling ones here in this recent memory. Um, and there's definitely still plenty of choices there, so be sure to check that out here today. And also, don't forget, DVDs and Blu-rays with uh, one or two discs in each set are worth one dollar. DVDs and Blu-rays with three or more discs in each set are worth two dollars. DVDs and jewel cases, ladies and gentlemen, are worth 50 cents a piece. 
Agent, we still have the, the infamous four-disc set of movie star and the one and only Arnold Schwarzenegger, including The Running Man, Predator, Commando, and Total Recall, of course, still for sale. A four-disc set, of course, you can have that for $3, ladies and gentlemen. If you're interested, please let me know here, and we'll, we'll talk shop and do some business here. Uh, <clears throat> but, of course, remember, of course, more will be added on here very, very soon. Uh, you might find some very, very interesting here indeed. And like I said, you know, we have plenty of we have plenty to choose from here. Uh, so be sure to like to check out what we have in store here, of course, here today. Remember, at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, we take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Be sure to check it out here, of course, on Facebook as well. Be sure to also check out all of our groups here on on, on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. Check out all of our past episodes. In the radio network, of course, on talkshoe.com, ladies and gentlemen, indeed. And by all means, of course, stay safe during this during this big time situation here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but but most importantly, ladies, but more most importantly, folks, definitely sit back, relax, and and just pray, and just and 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 you know, pull out pull out a good scripture or two to read, and ladies and gentlemen, you will find. That, that 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 right there definitely will have all the answers that you need big time. So we de so definitely definitely go back and like say if you have any doubts here about all of this, just go back and read them a little bit a little bit in uh, a little bit in the Bible or any other or any other source here, ladies and gentlemen. And just only the good Lord knows what the answer is going to be to all this. And like I said, that's 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 where your answer should be uh, leaning towards right there. So definitely think consider that here today. Revolution episode 808 is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We'll definitely see you in the ring. <clears throat> um, <laughs> um, J.D., or something I got to tell you after the show, so. So this after you play your thing, uh, I'll play out of the show. Um, of course, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, um, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WWS Radio Network, standing strong and standing tall since 2015, ladies and gentlemen, and not will and not will, will not back down from this from this dreaded virus. No way, Jose. Ladies and gentlemen, here is the Iceman, Jeremy Duramo, of course, with the closing theme for Revolution 808. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. Let's go ahead.
care ladies and gentlemen have a uh, enjoy the rest of your Valentine's St. Patrick's Day blooper time there and ladies and gentlemen please stay safe and 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 say a say a say a big time prayer that we get through all this and we will because like just like our name we will all stand we will all be united standing take care and God bless we'll talk at you tomorrow night this is WWS radio network Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.